Yo, what's good? Welcome to Counter Currents. This is your host, Petey Steele. My God. And this is your co-host, Elena Torres, and we'd like to welcome our guest today. We have our headliner, Mateo Lane. Hi. And his feature, Evan... Williams. Hey, Evan Williams. <laughs> what's up, guys? Hey, everybody. Thanks for doing this. Thanks for having Absolutely. us. Evan Williams, the real name, is that off the whiskey bottle? That's, it is I off can't the believe this bottle. is your real voice. I'm blown away by I you. I love it. It's you, great. Do you, you go out for, like, character roles and stuff? No, people told me I should do that. I think I'm going to get into that at some point, or voiceover yeah. shit or something like yeah. that. No, no, they it's, need the whole thing. It's blowing my mind. The Ford F-150. Yeah, 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 big time. We got a hammy. Say that. <laughs> we got a hammy. Boom. Yeah, I tell him all the time that he'd be perfect as like a henchman in a Martin Scorsese movie. Like, Absolutely. Right? Man, oh, yeah. you have to be about like a southern mob, though. I'm telling you, man. You yeah, something southern, southern not Italian. I, I bet you were an animal in college, dude. Yeah, I had, I'm getting that vibe. From I you. had my time. Like your guy, like carried a keg on your back or something. A little of that, a yeah. little of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Did that. <laughs> this guy's amazing. I wasn't in the South though. I was in the Midwest. What up, Mia? Come say yeah. hi. We have another guest, Mia Jackson's here. Boom, 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 boom. Have a seat. We're doing a podcast. Squeeze in here. I love it. Squeeze, All right, squeeze. Simone, get your ass in here. And Simone. I told you it was cool, man. Oh, yes. Nice. All right. The host of the show. We got a full house, everybody. Yeah, yeah. So how do you guys feel the shows have been going so far? They've really well. They've been great. Lots of gays, lots of fun. Mm-hmm. There good. were a lot of gay people out there. Not that I expected different, but like when you asked, they're all like, "Rah!" Yeah. Like, fuck, that's great. It's great. Yeah. Oh, my food's here. Oh, hey, girl. I'll yeah. take it. Yeah, yeah. Bring it's it fine. In. Thank you. I'll eat, you know, afterwards. But thank you. Sorry. The yeah, all they nailed it. Yeah, they got it. Good, good, good. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean that's great. It was a definitely a, uh, I guess, diverse. It just seemed like they were all gays to me, right? <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. I mean, in the most positive way. <laughs> they all raised their hands when you asked. It was cool. Yeah, well, there's a, there's a, I have a large gay following. Which is Except for the very contingency cool. from Atlanta, of course. That was three people. Oh, it was just three people? Yeah. Three. Oh, I think, oh, I don't god, know. Yeah. I think they're, they're excited. Yeah. Yeah. They're excited. They were very they were loud. Excited. Excited. They were yeah. really, yeah. What did the dude shout out? He, uh, he said. I heard that. It was a something, maybe a quote from a. Eight, I don't know. It's not like the Usher song. It's not like it's, it's the beginning of like Eight Town. Yeah, Eight Town. Well, yeah, but oh, I don't remember all yeah. of it, so I just Peace gave up. up. Eight Town. There it is. That's what I said. I I was like, we yeah. did that because the name of my town <laughs> was Ashboro. We did that because we thought it was about us, but it was definitely not about us. It was about Atlanta. Yeah. I just gave up. Though I was like, what am I supposed to say back? Like, yeah, uh, Atlanta, mm-hmm. go. Right, right. Yeah. I, so I'm going to tell you, 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 now you have a following, but what was it like, wh- where did you start comedy, and what was it like starting comedy, doing, because there, surprisingly, there's not that many openly gay male comedians I've mm-hmm. found, and yeah. when you started, what was that like? Well, I started in Chicago uh, about seven and a half or eight years ago, and uh, I mean, I, I was doing open mic, you do everything you're supposed to do, open mics, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah, but then I moved to New York for a job drawing, and I met Evan very quickly yeah. and it was Evan and I basically started together we would mm-hmm. go to maybe three or four open mics a night mm-hmm. so I would draw I would go to work an hour early and would leave at like 5pm Evan would have assigned up for our first mic and then we would go to mics to like 1am 2am sometimes same thing the next day and I didn't go out I didn't date I didn't drink I didn't party I just mm-hmm. did mics what and year I did was this? 2012 okay 
Wow. 12 to 13. And then you start doing bar shows, and then you start getting your name known, and then mm-hmm. you, you continue. But it's good to, like, have someone to do it with. I mean, I don't think if we had yeah. each other, it would have been as easy. But Or we would have done it as much, either, probably. No, definitely not. And we had to keep up with each other. It was like almost like, you know, yeah, we're like, symbiotic. Yeah, man. It was, a, it was like a friendly competition. But yeah. but then Evan and I were very much like brothers. Like, we yeah. lived together yeah, with his, his wife. Brother and sister, <laughs> and um, but no, I mean that's. I mean, you know, everyone's like, "How do you do it? What do you do when I start comedy?" I'm like, "Just go to an open mic, and you'll." I always say, "Just go to an open mic. You'll figure it out from there." That's right. And yeah. if you're positively reinforced, you'll go to another one. And if you suck, you'll quit. You know? Yeah. But what? Simple. But one thing that I think a lot of people don't know about is open mics in New York, in particular. They are, function very differently than the rest of the world. Yes, and yes, more, mo, the yes. most. There's no real audience member. That's, that's already right. what makes it different from that's anywhere right. else. Chicago is the only other city, maybe LA, that's like that. Like other like I was in Salt Lake City at Wise Guys uh, last weekend, and they were great, and they were talking about open mics. I was asked about like the comedy scene. Yeah, mm-hmm. they have like full audience members. Mm-hmm. Um, in yeah, New York. No. And first of all, in New York, if you want to do an open mic, like on a Monday night, there's 35 options or more. Yeah. I mean, it's just insane. It is the mecca of comedy. There's yeah. n- it is no dispute about it. Well, badslava.com. Badslava.com. It'll blow your mind. Do the free ones. Don't do the paid ones. Don't do the, you know. Those are cults. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I'll go ahead and talk about right. laughing. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. You want to do it. They're so, so awful yeah. to young comics oh, that are Yeah, they steal money. Yeah. 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 Shots fired. Yeah. Shots I didn't. Fired. Everyone, Evan Williams out. said it. Um, <laughs> but, but you know, I think um, really the first thing that you really get when you start comedy is the is the uh, respect from your peers. That's like yeah. currency. Yeah. So you're just looking to oh, did so and so laugh when they yeah. saw me? Okay, right. I'm doing good. That's kind of what keeps you going at first. There's like a respect for your peers that you want from your peers, and there's a fear of bookers because you don't understand bookers yet. At all. Yeah. We're not going to say who it was, but Mateo and I had this booker, man, that we, we put on such a high pedestal. And I was on a show one time, and... and they walked through they the walked room. They walked through the room during my set, and I had, like, a pretty good set, but there was, like, maybe, like, a minute that wasn't good. Mm-hmm. And after this set, I was like, what did they see? Yeah. You know, right. I was like, I just needed to know. Just wanna, I just wanted to know. I want to remind you, right all my food is coming right as we're talking. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um... That's your bit. Like, anytime uh-huh. you tell a story, the waiter's like, can I help you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anytime you're in the middle or climax of a story, you will be stopped by a waiter 100%. for the most inane right. question. Yeah. Do you guys want more water? Yeah. You need ice? You know what ice is? We if want ice? If you want your food at a restaurant, yeah. start a story. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Get to the punchline quick so that they'll ruin it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the moral's so still the same. Laughing Buddha, eat a dick. Eat yeah. a dick, laughing yeah, I just, I just don't agree. I tell people, I'm like, don't do bringer shows. Don't Look, I understand, like, wanting to feel comfortable and safe space and, like, right. this and that, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, that's not reality. So, you know, you might as well start from reality from the beginning. If you get the option of being able to do comedy for other comedians and work your way up like everybody else, there's no cheating, essentially. That's right. Yeah. Even people That's who weasel true. their... We all know the weasels. Mm-hmm. Yes. People who weasel their way to a certain position, oh, but yeah. then you don't get past it. And it's mm-hmm. like, right. yeah, just just do the right thing. Yeah. That's yeah. all you have to do. Straining wheels, not training wheels. <laughs> That's right, man. Uh-huh. But when you're doing... Is it not true, though, that when you're doing open mics all the time for other comedians, like in those first years... Mm-hmm. How do you judge? Because what comedians find funny a lot of the time is very oh, specific we and different. We were laughing at homeless people. Yeah, right. We were laughing to what at, an like, audience finds funny. So exposing how do you exposing their genitals was funny to us? Right, because right. It was different. We had just right. watched fifty jokes and 
and then a crazy person came up in like a clown wig. <laughs> right, like, right, right. Screamed obscenities. <laughs> we were like, that's hilarious. You know, yeah. I, I mean, think, I think too yeah. though, once you start doing well and people who actually sort of are in the groove and know what they're doing, they'll book you on like a bar show. And then, you know, you feel like you're moving. You, you, you get a sense of the right direction. You know the groups of people you're like, oh, this isn't going to make me work. They're just right. here to party. They're here to fuck. They're here to do drugs. Right. These are the groups of people. They're here to work. Mm-hmm. Right. So I want to be here to work. Right. Yeah. Right. And that's right. kind of, yeah. you know, you just have to have a good sense about it. And it's right. shocking. And we, we all have experienced this, but it's shocking how many people are just gone. Yeah. You know, yeah. you start and, and like yeah. for example, if so I see, tall. you know, if I'm doing comedy and like I'll I'll see like Suba, I'm like it's nice to see someone that is still doing it. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Like cuz yeah. it's like, oh Suba, yeah. remember back in the day when we yeah. were in the back of the creek and no one was paying attention to us and we had yeah. terrible jokes and this and that da da. Now we're we're doing it. Yeah. Oh, so it's right. it's there's something about just sticking to it and having that tenacity that that helps yeah. you. And it's usually not surprising who's still doing mm-hmm. it. Like, Suba was at Mike's in like a hurricane. Mm-hmm. You know right, I mean? right, right. So it's like the people who really wanted it. And then there were people who were just hanging out too. And like, mm-hmm. you saw them at a lot of parties. You saw them like in the backs of a lot of rooms and stuff. But if you looked closely at any of them, they weren't really actually doing comedy. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. they would do it occasionally on their friends' show and they'd say inside jokes that made a crowd of their friends laugh. But like, if you were to put them in front of this crowd, they'd tank. Yep. It's like, these right. people are real people who right. like, want to hear real things. It's not an easy world, especially in New York, to navigate stand-up comedy because people are very competitive, very judgmental, oh, and yeah. very... We won't look at you for months mm-hmm. until you show that, like, you're, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Until you show that you're like, oh, this guy, this guy gives a shit. Like, let's look at his set for a second, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's brutal, man. So when, when and what happened to you that, that you thought were your sort of like breaks in comedy. Like, I feel like a lot of the time stand-ups don't feel like there ever is one, but I'm sure there are moments that you can think of like, that was a huge step forward in well, my career. There's always like many, like, you've hit this point, okay, I'm right. going in the right direction. I mean, the first thing I ever did that made me feel like it was actually doing comedy well is I got booked on Hannibal's Oh, knitting yeah. factory show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you show up like oh, yeah. Sunday show. Yeah. Two yeah. hours early. Awesome. No, Cabin. Oh, that was Cabin. Cabin. There was a show called Cabin, Cabin back in the day, which was great because it was Thursday night. It was in the East Village, mm-hmm. and it was it was not just it was like fun, cool shows, right? Um, mm-hmm. But also it was a dive, dive, dive bar. But it was nice because all the comics kind of met there to like hang. Yeah. So you could just like mm-hmm. s- like you've been working on your jokes all week. Yeah. You could go to Cabin and see people, and it's nice to just chill, and you go like. Hope you get booked. I remember I got booked, and uh, that that tape helped me get a lot of things. True. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I look at it now. And I'm like, oh my god. But you can see the potential. Like, okay, he'll he's like clearly trying. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like, right. woo, what a difference. The energy was right. there. What yeah. a difference a day makes. <laughs> then like Montreal late night set. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Stuff. Yeah, but I feel like it's those, it's sometimes those like smaller shows that I that I find people remember. I mean, it's not Han- I remember, it's Hannibal's show. It's I, not that small of a show. No, so, yeah, Hannibal's a big one. Yeah. I remember the first time I ever got people's attention. I got rec- I was it was going to open mics for about like uh, maybe a month, and I'm just like buried in the back, not paid attention to. And I I was like, you know what, fuck it, I'm just gonna do what what I was doing in Chicago, because New York is very based on writing. Chicago is very experimental. I feel like you can always tell a Chicago comic they're bigger mm-hmm. than life. And uh, yeah, I went up. Their personality kind of carries their sets more. Sometimes I mean it depends. It just but you can. There's always a flair depending right, right, on the right. city. Right. So I got up was at the creek and I was actually called in the second group 
which was like uh, it's after know, the break. Right. No, there's so, the first group, first five, then the next five. So I was on, like, Kevin? this is no, this is in the creek, oh, basement okay, of the creek. Okay, Eli okay. was hosting. Gotcha. I see what you're so I went up and I have this. I used to have this old joke where I sang opera in my falsetto. Okay. And I was like, you know, oh, me about being a cardo. And then I would say that's how I came out to my dad. And <laughs> when I was singing, though, everybody stopped. I mean, mm-hmm. there was 70 comics there, and they all stopped and stared at me. And so I had everyone's attention. And then I, I, I did the, you were there. That's when you first saw it. I first saw it, I think, at the pit, no? No, you, it was there because afterwards you were like, you're the impressionist guy, too, man. But yeah. I did it, and it got a huge <laughs> laugh. And from then on, I was recognized as that guy. And so mm-hmm. I got, that was like the first mini like step to respect mm-hmm. was that set but you were you were there yeah yeah i was getting mixed up the first two times was uh the pit it was the people's improv theater mm-hmm. and there's there's uh there were oh, mic- i've done it mic there yeah yeah, yeah man is the upstairs where'd you go upstairs or downstairs upstairs know? upstairs was worse because it was like <laughs> the seats were super high like yeah, uh, so you were walking down, down to yeah, the yeah, yeah so yeah. like when you first moved to new york and you do the pit mic which is i think my first mic in new york mm-hmm. you like stand at the center of the stage and you look up at like these these guys who've been doing it a few years, like looking down at you and, and not laughing because they don't know you and they don't they know. They don't like you. They don't like right, you right. until you keep showing up. And so you do right. bomb. No matter who you are, you do bomb. Right. You know? I saw Evan for the first time and thought, who's this piece of shit? <laughs> yeah. And then he was really funny. I get that a lot. That's like my number one compliment. They're like, I hated you. And then you started talking. I was like, no, 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 Yeah. Well, it was funny. Evan and I became such good friends because we were both sitting in the back of the pit and somehow, just, you know when you talk to other comics and you have that weird same imagination? Yeah. yeah. You talk about something that you two have created a world that only you two understand and it keeps yeah. elevating yeah. and elevating. It's yeah. the trouble in the back of a classroom. Mm-hmm. You know? It's yeah. not supposed, you're not supposed to be laughing. <laughs> That's right. But we're not laughing at the comedians. We were laughing at the we wrong We certainly times. weren't laughing at Barbara. <laughs> no. But. There's this woman, Barbara. She was one of the crazy people I say that we laugh at because she's not like a comedian, you know. So it's different and it makes a comedian laugh. Mm-hmm. She would come in and she would talk about 9-11 and then the punchline was she would say and I was there and she'd shake her hair and ash would come out oh, oh my god yeah. Yeah. wow that not as bad as the woman who really ran down ripped crazy. off all of her clothes <laughs> that's awesome yeah. what's wilder is that that means she like every day would have to put ash that's what I was thinking I was <laughs> like, like how much no. ash is she purchasing yeah. she did it all the time yeah that can't yeah, be that good was her go to she like yeah. moonlighted a crematorium or yeah. something right um, Where do you restock ash? I don't know. She, uh, there was a, not as bad as the woman who ran down, <laughs> ripped off all of her clothes, got completely naked, yeah. and yeah, then wow. spread her legs, put two pictures of her sons <laughs> yeah. next to her pussy. Stop. Headshots of her dead, sons. Wow. Dead yeah. serious. Whoa. And gyrate her pussy towards the crowd. Uh, remember Alan? There was a First cab driver, up. Alan, who I know, died. He passed away. He always talked about buttholes. Mm-hmm. But you... <laughs> You, it was really funny to hear Mateo because it was his first time, I think, seeing a vagina live. I've seen a vagina. I was in live? art school. In okay, art school, right. I painted plenty. But she was gyrating her. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. She was gyrating her pussy towards the audience and. and um, Welcome to the pit. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. And Mateo at the back room, he leaned in. And he was uh, like, "It looks like a wound." And I was like, <laughs> "Oh man." That was, that was a really horrifying way to describe it. Well, uh, you know. She was horrifying. She was horrifying. Wow. Yeah. wow. It was a it was a wild time. I wasn't it, fortunate enough to see that poetry no. night. She got yeah. banned. Oh, yeah. She did get banned. Yeah, they banned yeah. her. 
She she well, made a couple of other appearances, but she got banned in all the places. Yeah. But yeah, and it's 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 funny because I was talking to one other comic about it. It's like the more you do comedy, the more isolating it becomes. Like it starts out you're in this giant community and everyone's friends and you're yeah. all on the same level and everyone's doing it. And then within a blink of an eye, you're by yourself in Salt Lake City playing Pokemon and have a grinder open at the same time. <laughs> but that's why I love the seller because Mia, you could talk, Mia. I feel yeah. bad we're talking oh, about you. Oh, no, the best part no. about it is that like. You, all of us, yeah. we all work at the cellar, yeah. and, yeah. The, and that yeah. is my social life. That is where I go. I'll yes. if I have a show at eleven, pff, I'll show up at eight and hang <laughs> out and chat, wow. get right. dinner, yeah. and just that table is the this the best. Yeah. It's the Keith Robinson, just Monroe Martin. Just, it is amazing. Chatting yeah. away, love it, and it's yeah. the the vibe changes every night. You're like, mm-hmm. oh, who's here tonight? Okay, so yeah. we got. Chloe, we got. I'll look um, ahead of time and like see what the lineup yeah. is. Yeah. Oh, if I see Yamanika's on there, yeah. I'm yeah. ready to have a good time. If I see Boom. you guys like Greg Stone or like you know someone, but Nathan McIntosh. Love yeah, good Nathan McIntosh. Right Michelle Wolf is yeah. a good hang. Phil Hanley is a good hang. Sam Morell. Yeah. Just like a lot of. That's like where I found like my social. So now I've been on the road for a month and a half. Gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was in London, London to L. A. L. A. to. Houston, Houston, to Mexico, Mexico, back to L.A., then San Francisco, Salt Lake City, Phoenix, and now I'm here. Oh so it's when I, I yeah. just, all I think about is I can't wait to get back to the cellar. Yeah. That's wow. it. It's That's like work old. and social life. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Even when I'm away, when I, if, I, if I don't have a spot there, I'll still sometimes end up there anyway. Because I'll be like, You'll text me, are you at the cellar tonight? Get like, over oh. here. <laughs> yeah, I'll like, order the wings right. now. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I just, yeah, I'll, I'll plan on being somewhere else. Like, I'll just stop by there for a few minutes and then I don't go home till 2 a.m. Yeah. So, right. we, yeah we, the other night, we, yeah, did, we yes. didn't go home till 2 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. My yeah. spot was oh, at 11. Yeah. I got there at 8. It's yeah. always uh, social, but also kind of therapeutic, it sounds like. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. sometimes you're there, you're arguing, sometimes you're there, you're yeah. laughing, sometimes yeah. you're there, you're solving chilling. world issues. Yeah. 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 And by solving, I mean ruining the world. <laughs> right. The best is to watch. So if you're sitting at a table, and at the table is Bobby Kelly, Colin <laughs> Quinn, Keith Robinson, <coughs> it's the best. That's oh, amazing. Is, you oh, just sit yeah. there and laugh. Keith is. Yeah. yeah, I went to a show at the cellar maybe two months back with all three of them on, and I thought Keith was the best that night. And that's where I kind of learned about him. Like, mm. I heard his name and shit, yeah. but man, he's, no, he's fucking dynamite. I lo- he doesn't let anyone get away with anything. And he's yeah. the only person I've seen the male to get away with Me Too jokes on stage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are you going to say to Keith? Yeah, you you think of shit. Yeah. Oh, he talked about the guy that whatever grabbed his balls. Don't, no, don't, don't say his material. Don't say his material. <laughs> don't ever give away a comic's material. Um, but you know. Yeah, I don't know. I guess that's kind of like the jerk, you know, and everything in between. And I don't know. Yeah, I was, uh, my husband and I went to the Comedy Cellar kind of recently, and he was just like, God, you know, because I'm three years into comedy, right? So, mm-hmm. like, there's still a lot of, like, shit bar shows and, sh- you know, mm-hmm. two people. Might but all of it really, I, I don't mean to cut you off, but, like, no, don't. Tru- truly, I bet those are so, all those shitty shows and all those open mics, and all, it is so necessary and worth it absolutely the yeah. comics who you know we, i remember being like a year in and there'd be like six people in the audience and a comic like oh i don't even want to do this show i'm like dude this is like we get this is it we're doing it you right do. now yeah, you, you know what well, i mean that's this what, is it that's what conditions you and he and he came out he was like god these crowds are so great like you mm-hmm. get to this level finally and then you get great crowds and mm-hmm. i said to him you know we talk to headliners every weekend and i see like the pressure from being a headliner 
Comedy Cellar must be such a relief. Like when you're out on the road, it must be like so mm-hmm. such a relief. <laughs> I don't know. Right? I wouldn't no. want to follow one of them motherfuckers at the you Comedy think so? Cellar Still. on stage. Yeah. You think so? Feel relieved, you know. you do because everybody because everybody that's yeah. on the lineup is a headliner. That's so right. it's like yeah. It's just and like the the wait staff, yeah. like the men. Love the wait staff. Yeah. They, Love they, that. They're, Love they're all fantastic. Yeah. They're such good people, and they know your name when you walk in, and it's the best. So but they will be honest, and they'll send word up if you're like not doing well. So like, really? you have That's to do well, or word yeah. gets around that you're not doing well yeah. at a club that you right. absolutely have to do all that if you want to work. Because yeah, everybody yeah. is right top yeah. of the line, as it were. Like yeah. even like yeah. this weekend, like I this is more of like relaxing. I get to go up, and the, the crowd, a whole crowd, paid to come see me. So mm-hmm. they don't have to, I don't have to explain myself. Mm-hmm. And 99.9% of the time, I'm the only gay guy on a lineup. So there has to be a joke about me being gay. So, you know, there's always something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the seller, yeah, there's pressure. If I'm going in between Michelle Wolf and then Chris Rock is coming up, yeah. <laughs> um, or Aziz Fair. just went up, yeah. or Sarah Silverman yeah. just went up, yeah. or, you know, it's like, yeah. okay, uh, yeah. how yeah. do I even <laughs> begin to start? Oh, yeah. Dave Chappelle just went up. Mateo, go on. Right. Uh, um, so well, they don't want to yeah. see me. Yeah. So there's, it's a whole different type of pressure, and right. even the big guys feel that pressure there too. Yeah. Right. You know this, and that's what makes you good comics. It's like this mm-hmm. cooker, cooker pressure, pressure cooker yeah. that yeah. causes people, it makes forces diamonds. you to be good. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And do you guys work out new material there, or when you're there, is it only like the best? <laughs> I do. Maybe you guys I do. do. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. You don't. I don't yeah. 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 No. Only, like if I've been on the new joke night show. Well, yeah, okay. there, right? sure. Yeah. 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 That's, that's yeah, yeah. The old, like, and every once in a while, I've had a time where I'm like, let me, I'll slide something really. Yeah. Quick, but it right in the night. middle of yeah, two jokes. Yeah, we're not gonna be like, this is the night I feel like doing this new bit I just thought of yesterday. Like right, I would right. not do that at all. Right. Mm-hmm. I do. I will. Tr- I try and do like seventy old, thirty new every night. So like I'm always wow. trying to turn mm. over. But with the first two or three right. months that I was there, thirty percent new jokes. Say yeah. yes. I'll Brand say new that day. Yeah, not mm. that day, but like yeah. okay, this wow. week. It's like we did that with the open mics. This week yeah. I work on this joke. Yeah. See how well it goes, mm. and the next week I bring out this joke, and then see if I can tie it together. Yeah. yeah. And I'll, I'll have Val I'll be like Val, like watch this. Do you think this is funny? Mm-hmm. And she'll watch it, and she'll be like, Oh yeah, that. Do you put them in the middle of the set though? Depends. Sometimes yeah. I get I'll up. Put, if I do something new there, it's absolutely going. Oh, out. for yeah. 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 I can just immediately yeah. run yeah. into the next one that I know works. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 Right. Well, I, 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 when I first three months at the cellar, I was doing that opera joke every fucking night, mm-hmm. and then after a while, I was like, okay, Matteo, you, you have proved <laughs> yourself. It's enough already. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 So, then you start getting self-conscious about like the security that's heard it a bunch <laughs> yeah. of times. Right. Like, right. Right. The BU, the piano players heard it. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, I mean, it's, con- it's pressure down. from right, yeah. everyone. Yeah. It's not just yeah. the audience. When yeah. they laugh, though, I feel yeah. I'm like, okay. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Has it changed yeah. your opinion yet, Elena? <laughs> totally. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> uh, on that note, we got some great shows coming up next week at both Arlington and D.C. Draft House. Arlington, we've got Alonzo Bodden, the 29th and 30th, uh, 7.30 and 10 on the 29th, and 7 and 9.30 on the 30th. Uh, over at DC, we've got uh, Honey Boys, Brian Bowers, uh, seven and nine o'clock both nights, the 29th and 30th. If you want to get some free tickets and get a chance, uh, follow us at Countercurrents on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all that shit, and you can get uh, a chance to win one of three pairs of free tickets to both events. Uh, 
We want to thank everybody for coming on tonight. Hey, uh, Lane, Evan Williams, Mia Jackson, Simone, and uh, where can they get it, y'all, real quick? Um, you can find me at the Papaya Stand on Sixth Avenue in yeah. New York. No, you can find me on Instagram, Mateo Lane, two cool. T's, two G's. Instagram at it's Evan Williams. Oh, Mia. Mia. Mia Comedy on Instagram and Twitter. Nice. Boom. Simone underscore comedy at Instagram and on Instagram and also at City Winery on Tuesday the twenty sixth. We're doing a show that actually donates money, money to Alzheimer's Association okay. DC chapter. So it'd be great to see you there. Very nice. All right, y'all. Peace. Thanks, hey, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, guys.